0: The Savala, we're glad you're here. I want you to come. I want you just to obey the Holy Ghost this morning. Amen. Whatever God's put on your heart, you just do what the Lord has told you. God bless you. Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. Let's thank the Lord for what he's doing right now. Lord, we love you. 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 Thank you, Lord, for your mighty acts. God, we praise you, O Lord, according to your excellent greatness. God, your excellent greatness. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus, hallelujah, Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah, Tuesday night, the Lord moved on me in a prophetic way, and it doesn't happen very often, and uh, as far as I know, there has been one miracle that's taken place, uh, I don't know if there's any more, has there been anybody else, uh, some a notable miracle here, not yet, okay, good, amen, I say good, and that that leaves us plenty of time for more. Amen. Praise God. Well, praise God. I'm just going to tell you, folks, I ain't going to do them. I can't do them. But I know who can. And I know it's in atmospheres just like this. Just like this. Over the years, I've seen two cases of fibromyalgia healed in services just like this. Just like this. Amen. man. The Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost is doing some wonderful things for those that will follow. Amen. Those that will follow. Amen. Amen. I appreciate what pastors mentioned here a few moments ago. There is at least one other that, if you would really truly respond to the Lord, there's no telling what type of miracle could happen in you today and in your situation. And when we talk about miracles, uh, I'm not talking about just healings. There's some that need some financial uh, miracles. I'm not just talking about rent money. Uh, and uh, thank God that can be a miracle. I've been there. I understand what that's like. Uh, but there's uh, but there's that. There's some emotional deals. There's some loved ones. That it'd be a miracle for the need. I'm not talking in a general sense of someone getting the Holy Ghost a miracle. I'm talking about some that you've you almost given up hope. Well, praise God. So you start talking about miracles. You say, well, i I wait till I see it. Well, there's got to be some faith there to see it. Amen. If God can do one, he can do a whole bunch more. That's what he promised. Amen. Amen. Is there anybody here right now you need a miracle? Anybody here? You You need an honest, you know, you need, if you need a miracle, right, lift your hand. You don't have to let everybody know what it is. Amen. And not everybody needs one. Everybody needs a touch. I got some type of sniffle thing going on right now. I told the Lord, I said, God, there ain't no way in the world I'm going to ask you for healing on this when I know there's a whole lot of other stuff that needs to be healed. And uh, that's just me. And I, I, when I know all kinds of other stuff. But there's folks here, you need some absolute miracles from God to take place. And I'm telling you that the Holy Ghost will do it over the next few days. Let's lift our hands right now. Jesus, we're thanking you. God, those were not my words, but your words, Jesus. And God, there's folks here, Lord, that have faith, but their faith is weak. And God, you're going to perform things and do things. God, that your name would be magnified, that your name would be glorified, Jesus. Oh, we love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We praise you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus. Lord, the straightening of backs. God, the healing, oh Lord, absolute healings, God of migraines. Lord, Jesus, we believe you. Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Amen, amen. I'll tell you how some of this works sometimes. There's a place preaching it. And uh, I, I didn't. I didn't know, of course, the situation. There was a. I just made the statement. I said, if some of you would do what God's moving on you to do right, you need to, you need to have some places of repentance come in your life. I said, if you do it, I said, the Holy Ghost would uh, would help you in the things that you're trying to get done. You've been working on something. Well, I didn't know. The pastor didn't know that there was a there was a family there that. They loved God, They was but they had reserved one little area for themselves, knew the pastor, preached against it. They just kind of hit it off to the side. They had been trying to sell a piece of property for two and a half years, could not sell the piece of property. When they repented and they got rid of it, in that case it was a television, they cleared it out of their house. Within one day, that property was selling and sold. I I was sitting with the pastor when he got the phone call. He said, brother, I didn't even know this was going on. He said, man, you preached that, it put them under conviction, and that property sold. You don't know what, I'm telling you, there's some folks here, there's some things in your life that if you just change and really repent, the miracle would come. I feel the same witness of the Holy Ghost we felt Tuesday night. Let me tell you something. When the Holy Ghost spoke Tuesday night, there was a wave of the Spirit. Now, I've been in some places where they're trying to manufacture stuff, and a word comes, and it's so general, it's not even specific. Everybody, come on, let's worship the Lord and praise. There wasn't any of that. When the word of the Lord came Tuesday night across this whole building, the spirit of God moved and folks begin to worship again. And if I'm right, if I believe right, that's about the time, brother, your name just slipped my mind. That's about the time you fell out over here. In that same moment of time. The, or, or brother, is it brother Brandon? Yes. Brother Hilton said the Holy Ghost came upon him and his house where he was and he's healed. Now, if that God that did that then, the same presence we just felt here just a moment ago, there's some, I'm just telling you, there's some of you, if you would go home and clean up your house, you want a miracle? What do you have in your house? What do you have in your heart that is stopping you from receiving the miracle that God has for you? Oh, I understand. I understand well I agree with it up here but you ain't going have a heart to change it so you'll die in your dilemma. So what you'll do because if God does a miracle for somebody else doesn't do it for you well that preacher's a false preacher because God didn't do the miracle for me God just told you if you would do this yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yes, sir. Read your Bible Jeremiah uh, I believe it's, a, it's it's Zedekiah was that one of the kings in Jeremiah's day? Uh, one of the last kings of Judah and, and he goes to Jeremiah in secret says hey is there a word from the Lord for me Jeremiah says yep there's a word for you here's what you do you just surrender don't fight it uh, and, and just go to Babylon and it's going to be peace in your house and, and boy the guy said I want a word is there a word from God I got one for you but if you don't do it you're going to be killed. Uh, it's going to be bad. Uh, your your wives and your daughters are going to be sold into slavery. They're going to be taken. And he says, all right, good. But when push come to shove, he could have had a a semblance of deliverance. He could have, even if he had been deposed as a king, he could have still survived in Jerusalem and kept his family intact. He heard the word of God. Faith came to him. Faith cometh by hearing uh, and hearing by the word of God. Zedekiah, your miracle uh, is closer than you think uh, if you'll just obey uh, the word of God that you asked for that you ask for. There's folks, I wanna hear a word from God. I wanna know what he has to say. Okay, here's what God's saying. Your miracle for your family, your deliverance, your healing is available to you as nigh as the word is. Not just in speaking, but in obeying. Oh, I feel that so strong. Prove this preacher wrong. Go home and change it. See what won't happen. Let's love the Lord together right now. Jesus. Jesus. Two things. Two things. And this isn't even a message. I got stuff. I was, I was writing notes. I was working on one little deal and wrote some other things there. But two things come to mind sitting over there. First thing, the first thing is keep on running. The Bible says that the righteous runneth into the tower. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous word, what you're feeling right now. Now I may be wrong, please, I, I, Pastor. If I am, but I know from when I first got here, those first few services, the spirit and the dynamic of this church has changed. Okay, and it's not just because I'm just telling you, folks. I haven't cheerleaded. I haven't. It, it's it's your. I've given. I've preached the word. The spirits confirm the word, and there is a hunger and a new level of faith that's come to God's people. So this is a product of your desires. This is a product of faith. So, so the scripture says, it's interesting where he places that scripture, where he says, the name of the Lord is a strong tower, the righteous runneth into it and are safe. The, the verse before that, and I'm ruining a good message right here. The verse before that says that the, the sluggard is brother to the waster. That'll make sense. The next verse, he's talking about running to a tower. But the verse right before, the sluggard, the lazy, is brother to a waster. The person that doesn't want to give any effort uh, and the person that doesn't appreciate anything. Uh, both of them are alike to God. Neither one of them see the importance of running anywhere. Neither one of them see the importance of righteousness. Uh, neither one of them uh, feel that there's any reason. Uh, the, only, the closest they want to get to the tower uh, is just to have a little shadow from some sun, but they never want to get into the tower. That's the lazy and the waster. The verse right after that is about the proud, the rich. They don't need the tower because we've made our own walls. But those walls are going to fall one day, ma'am, sir. God's not impressed in your retirement. God's not impressed in your 401k. God's not impressed in your talent. God's not impressed in anything that mankind can accumulate. Oh, we may be, but when it's all said and done, the only thing that's going to last is the tower of Jesus' name. You better learn how to run uh, and keep on running. uh, Keep on going into that tower. uh, Every day, God, uh, here I am again. Why? Because I want to have your righteousness. That's what produces this. And the other thought, which is somewhat related, that God did not call us to be salesmen. He called us to be witnesses. Witnesses, salesmen, their main job, they sell you a little bit, but the way they stay in business, they got to create a need. That's what they got to create. A lot of times they fabricate the need and then then everybody jumps on the bandwagon. It's it's a want. That's really how it starts. I want this, but I don't need this. And so that's that's what a salesman does. But a witness, a witness is not trying to sell anything. What he's trying to do is attest that this is true. When I walk out of here, I ain't selling the church. I ain't trying to sell the pastor. I ain't trying to sell the evangelist. I'm trying to be a witness for Jesus. Let me tell you that I have found the way. I found the truth. I found the light. You can't buy it. There ain't anybody here that's got enough money in the world to buy it. There ain't enough anything in here to validate and say, man, he owes it to me. No, I'm just a witness that he said, I'll give you life and life more abundantly that's what will grow a church that's what will bring a greater harvest i ain't trying to sell i'm trying to witness look uh, what the Lord has done well let me just work on that for a moment there's folks here you come here you like to come here uh, you feel the presence of God uh, but when you leave here uh, you really don't witness and you don't even sell Uh, it's almost kind of like just a quiet thing Uh, that's like my church and your secret it's not your secret Uh, God called you to be a witness uh, and when you walk out of here everywhere you go uh, God I'm looking for an opportunity uh, to be a witness uh, of the power of God God, uh, oh, let me tell you what God's doing in my church. Uh, let me tell you how God healed my body. Uh, let me tell you how God saved my children. And I am not just preaching that for your accolades and it's something that I don't practice. It's not just something that I'm trying to get everybody hyped up and... and. Uh, I practice what I'm preaching. Yes, sir. In some ways, it's a little bit more difficult as an evangelist because this isn't my home church. So I don't know all the details, but I can still tell. Let me tell you what God's doing at that church. Let me tell you how God just healed a, a man. Let me, tell you, let me tell you how God's delivered. Let me tell you about the Holy Ghost. Yes, let me tell you about a young man who just got the, got the Holy Ghost. What's the Holy Ghost? Man, that's when God's presence comes into your life. Have you ever had that? Rather than going and tell them all about my problems, yes, sir. rather than going and tell them all about my my financial difficulties, uh, what would happen if I went and see? Isn't it interesting that folks have a whole lot more to say about what ails them than what God's doing good for them? If they got cancer, they got some type of problem, uh, man, uh, boy, they're just, everybody knows. And, I got problems, I got this, I got that, and, oh, pray for me. But man, God heals them. There never, generally isn't never that much advertisement. You don't see that on Facebook too much. You see lots of needs, but you don't see a whole lot of praise and glory to God. Oh, you want revival? That's how they did it in the altar in the New Testament. They got out in the streets. It wasn't about everything bad. Man, God's been good. It was noise abroad That Jesus, I'm a witness. things. Two things. Keep on running. And I'm not talking about years ago there was a reprobate that wrote a book called The God Chasers. And the reason why he wrote that book is because God was running away from him. Huh. That's a truth. I'm not talking about that type of Chasing after God. I'm talking about God in the tower. I, I got to get where He is. I'm not interested in Him getting where I am. I need to be where He is. Oh, He'll find me where I am, but He loves me too much to leave me there. That's why when I talk about some of you, that your miracle uh, is as close as the obedience to God that you have. And not just for a moment. I'm gonna ruin another message here, and we'll we'll be done here in just a moment. Thank you, y'all. Don't have to stand. God bless you. Forget the name of the king. It's Elisha. Elisha is about ready to die, and the king comes in, and he gives the he gives old Elisha some lip service. Oh, my father, my father. I wasn't his father. It wasn't his father in the natural. It wasn't his father in the spiritual. The guy was a a backslider. But he's going to give lips to Oh, my father, my father. And read the Bible. The the scripture says, uh, Elisha said, hey, pick pick up the bow. And he picked it up. And pick up the arrows. And he picked it up. He said, open the window. And he opened the window. I mean, everything that Elisha's telling him to do, the guy's doing. Put put the put the deal in there and sling. Let the arrow go. Boom! The arrow goes and flies out. He said, "Man, take the arrows and beat the beat the arrows on the ground." Now we we I mean we beat up on that king. You come know, on, God! He only spoke it three times. But I wonder what we would have done. See, we know the whole story. And when you're backslidden and spirited, you're just trying to placate the ministry. You can do everything they tell you and your heart never be in it. And that's the point of that story. Because he said, the king or the prophet said, hey, this is the arrow of God's deliverance. King, you're the leader of this nation and what I'm giving you, what you are involved in right now is not just your healing or deliverance. It's the deliverance of God. God for this nation. Here. Now here's what you do. Strike the ground with it. And that king, because he was backslidden in his heart, and all he was thinking of was himself, and he wasn't thinking of the kingdom he wasn't thinking of anybody else to come after him he's got no passion he's just gonna go along with the man of God I'll just obey you to make you happy but once you're gone I'm gonna do my own thing that's how some folks I'm just telling you right now there are some folks under the sound of my voice that's exactly what you're doing right now you need a miracle in the most desperate way And you got a little bit of faith on the other night. And so, oh, God said he's gonna do it. But God's just not gonna go do do, do stuff because you just want him to do it and you're not gonna commit to anything. The Lord's already done one. That ought to give somebody some faith that if I really need a miracle, if all God's asking me to do, I'm just telling I didn't come to this platform with any of this in my mind. I I want that miracle that you prophesied. Good. Then here's the rest of it. You better go home and clean up some attitudes uh, and clean up some spirits. Get rid of some things. Oh. Oh, that's not for everybody. There's some, you're gonna see miracles. You're living right. You're gonna see it before this is over. Seven days, the Lord said. But there's some. It's time for you to clean up. Oh, well, I, I, got I don't do this, I don't go here, we don't have that in our home, but what's your spirit like? Come on, let's all worship God. Man, let's, let's worship God, let's really praise God. God's just waiting on somebody. Well, I'll do it in my time. I, I'll do it, I'll just give it just a little bit. And you're gonna leave without your miracle. Beat the ground. One. Two. It's making you happy, Pastor. Three. And the man of God got mad. What's he got any right to get mad for? I did what he told me to do. I did what you said. Yeah, but God's looking at more than you just obedience to an action. What's the spirit behind the action? I'll do it to get you off my back. I'll do it to survive through the revival, man. As soon as this revival's over, uh, and ma'am, the, the and we kind of maybe go back to normal, and there's not so much of this spiritual jazz. Uh, I'm gonna go back to the things I I had uh, before I laid them down for a season. Oh, I'll put him down for a little while, make you happy. But as soon as the pressure's off, I wonder what that king felt like, Pastor. I, I, it blows my mind. Elisha looked at. Him, he's mad. He said, "You should have hit it five or six times." Said, but here's what's going to happen to you. You got three victories, and the first victory comes, and the people of God are going, "Yay!" But I wonder if the king even cared enough. I only got two more. I could have had complete deliverance. I could have had a complete overcoming. I could have had something that would have affected my nation and my children and generations for time to come but i just went along just to get the pressure off of me i just worship just enough everybody else is worshiping i don't want to be the only one no. so i'm going to do my little thing and i'll do that just to get the pressure off and the holy ghost look at huh i guess that's all the miracle they want And if you're not careful, you'll get jealous. Well, how come they got it? And all they did was acquiesce to everything God wanted. Lost in the presence of God. I don't care how many times I gotta beat this thing. I'm just gonna tell you, it, it may if that if that guy had gotten had had been so if he had been full of the Holy Ghost, it may have only taken once or twice. He may have broken the arrows because he was so passionate. I'm not interested in running into the tower, old man of God. I'm comfortable to be in its shade because I really don't want to live righteously. I just want to be around the righteous. I'll do it for you. but I mean, I got my own towers and walls I've built. Man, I trust more in that than I do that, but I'll do it for you. But I ain't running into Nothing. I'll run around it, but I ain't running in it. I'll be a salesman. I'll try and get folks to, I'll try to manipulate their emotions, but I really don't want to be a witness. The word for witness that's usually translated the same in your Bibles is the same word that you get for martyr. And don't fool yourself. Oh, I'm willing, I'm willing to be a witness. I'm willing to die for Jesus, but, but I'm not really ready to talk about him. I'm too shy. I'm too timid. You ain't gonna die for one thing that you aren't passionate enough to talk about. Jesus, we thank you for your presence. God, you are ministering in a very mighty and deep way today, Jesus. My, 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 Oh, let's lift our hands all across the building, would you? Oh, come on. Come on, there's a witness of the Holy Ghost here. oh come on if your hands are going to be lifted your, your voice ought to be lifted with it that's what I'm talking about just going along well, I do what you say to do preacher but my heart's not really I just do it I didn't just get off my back would you but this church is moving on folks there's a group of folks here that's going to see the miraculous on a level like some of you have only read in books about There's a harvest that's coming for those that'll strike the ground with all their heart, that'll move into that tower, run like they've never run before. Oh, come on. Oh, I love you, Lord. That's right, the Bible says, shout to the Lord with a voice of triumph. Oh, shout unto God uh, with a voice of triumph oh i love you jesus it's time to make up your mind to be faithful i'm not missing no more church services i'm going to be a part of this thing i'm going to be involved i'm going to be worshiping god i'm going to be set free i'm going to be a witness i'm going to run into that tower Ma my, ma my, ma my, ma ma Ho 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 ya tarabohoshata ya labaha Ha ya tarabohoshanda ya oh. labaha Come on sir. come on man What's stopping you today? What's stopping you this morning? Uh, What spirit of laziness? Uh, What spirit of the resistor? Or do you want everything God has for you? Uh, Do you want the miracle uh, that God's promised? oh jesus i'm getting rid of every spirit of rebellion i'm going home i'm cleaning up i'm cleaning out my phone i'm cleaning off my computer i'm cleaning out everything that stands against god and against righteousness Oh, I'm going to submit myself uh, to God. Uh, I'm going to correct everything uh, that needs to be corrected. Yes. Oh, that's right, church. Come on, just a little bit more. Oh, make no mistake, Uh, there are some spirits of rebellion here right now, uh, but God's mightier than that spirit. Come on, submit to the Holy Ghost. Submit to the Holy Ghost. Uh, Watch this, listen, 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 listen. Obedience is an act. Submission is a spirit. You can be obedient and not be submitted. But the nature of God's kingdom is submission. Naaman needed a miracle. Naaman was a good man. Naaman went to the prophet on the witness of a little girl who was a captive, but evidently she had been raised right. And her desire wasn't to get back at her captors, her desire was to see them healed. What parents instilled that into their daughter? Where while she's in captivity, it's not so much a prayer of deliverance. It's I wish, I wish we could get the man of God from my country to heal the guy that's got me in captivity. What type of spirit gets into a little girl? What type of what type of spirit gets transferred from parents uh, into a little girl that, while she's in captivity, and we de- it's probable her parents weren't anywhere around her, uh, but she's going to God? Uh, I sure wish uh, the God that was in my home country could show up uh, and heal the guy that's got me enslaved. You want revival, you get that type of spirit on. Naaman hears about it and he travels to that country. He don't take the girl. He don't say, man, thanks. You're set free. He goes to Israel and he goes to find the prophet. I I heard that you can do miracles in the prophet. Now he's a big man home. He commands respect at home. But the man of God don't even go out the tent to meet him. Well here's how I want my miracle. You're going to have to learn to be submitted. He just sends out the servant. I'm telling he had to go dip seven times in Jordan River. And you read it for yourself. He gets mad. We got better rivers. They're cleaner at home. They're nicer. They're, they're more whole. I ain't doing that. And again, it's a servant. And we come all this way. And you wanted your miracle. What would it hurt? To dip seven times. What would it hurt? Master. To just submit. To just obey. And he does it in the seventh time he comes up. And I want to tell you what. When submission really grabs a hold of folks. They're willing to give everything they got. Man of God, what can I do? Let me tell you, right now, there's some folks, you're mad at me. And, and you think, you're just waiting for me to come try and confront you. Well, I'm telling you. But you ain't gonna get it from this preacher because it's not personal. You need a miracle. You need a miracle worse than you know because what's getting ready to come upon you, if you knew about it, you'd be running to an altar. You need a miracle today. But you got to be submitted. And you think it's the man. But it's not the man. It's the message you got a problem with. Now Jesus, help us God all across this building. From the youngest God, there's young folks among us, God, that struggle with the spirit of submission. Whew. My, 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 my. You can be healed in the next several days. Things start today. Start today. Oh, let's love the Lord together one more time. Come on. We're just about done. Jesus, we love you. We thank you, God, for your word, for your power, your spirit, Jesus. Oh, we love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Jesus, you, oh, oh, Lord, are confirming your word. God, you're confirming it. And we'll continue, God, with signs following with signs following Jesus. We love you. 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 I don't know who, I'm just going to tell you if you'll go home and make up your mind, clean up some stuff and change your spirit. There's some It's only a handful. Let me just tell you something. I'm trying to stop. I really am. The Midianites in the scripture, when Israel was together, the Midianites would often come at harvest time. They didn't come during planting time. They didn't come during watering. They didn't come during the time to plow up the ground. They only came at harvest time. The word Midian means a brawler or contentious strife. I've been in enough revivals when you're about this place right here. Spirits of contention and strife start trying to stir. It'll stir up in family. It'll start stirring up in saints of God. Folks will get upset because this wasn't done or that's too hot, that's too cold, this is that, this one, all the... Ignorant stuff, folks get. And let me tell you what happens if you're not careful. You'll get so caught up in a spirit of contention. Yes. See, harvest time is going to come regardless. That's an ordained season. All right. But you'll get so caught up in strife and in contention that you'll miss the harvest. The enemy will get the harvest you'll just get what's left over. So you end up just surviving from harvest to harvest because you don't realize that the enemy's coming to take the harvest. So you go through all the effort, Brother, Brother Goff, of breaking up the ground, the planting, the watering, and you're right there. And because we refuse to, notice the Bible says submit yourselves one to another in the fear of God. And right about the time harvest comes, all the effort, here comes the spirit of strife. Here comes spirits that's going to start trying to cause dissension amongst the body. Elder, I'm just telling you, it's, it's here right now. You know why? Because we're so close to harvest time, you, you, you don't even know how close you are. There's already been glimpses of it here. And I'm not to see, it, it, God's wanting this church to go from just a few little things to survive. Oh, boy, we had one or two get the Holy Ghost. Thank God. And two and three years go by. And the do not stir. But boy, we're having good church, yeah, because we're planting and we're plowing and all that. Whoa, and then harvest time comes and here comes those spirits again. And it's time for them to die in this revival. Now, God, Lord Jesus, you have met us in a very mighty way. God, in praise and worship, God, where many responded according to how you desire. Some resisted. God, that's going to be on them. God, then you have spoken to us very directly. God there are miracles here there are miracles you're going to do because of their obedience in your word there's others God that you will do within the next three days if they will obey God I'm asking you Lord that faith would come to them to obey and more importantly yield to a spirit of submission A spirit of submission, God. And we love you. We praise you. I want to tell you how important that is. In 2000, I was preaching revival in Colton, California. Pastor asked me and the assistant to go pray for a young man, 17 years old in the hospital, Cancer. Went and prayed for him. God healed that boy. About seven months later, I told the story here of the man that prayed for the Holy Ghost twenty-eight years. How many remember that story? Okay. That was his grandfather. That boy was used. Or he was he was very active in music and and uh, and he came he came to church after he was healed. He wasn't in church, but God healed him. He came shortly after his grandfather got the Holy Ghost and uh, sat over on the left-hand side. I looked at him, and the Lord gave me a word for him. I told the pastor. He said, go tell him. So I got his grandparents. I said, I want to tell you something, Adrian. I said, something here tonight is fixing to die. I said, and it's, it's going to be here. The fruit of it is going to be revealed here within the next six months. I said would you I said I don't know if it's a spiritual death or a physical death I said I'm just telling you I feel burdened for you So, do you want to pray crossed his arms no okay we left and then we came back six months later the week that we pulled in they had found him dead on his bathroom floor the cancer had come back and nobody even realized it. I remember going and walking in front of his casket there at the church. I couldn't cry. I was mad. That an opportunity to submit had been presented to a young man. I said, man, that's not fair. Oh, no, God, gave, God healed him. He wanted the benefits of a relationship with God without a relationship. There's folks here right now that you better make up your mind to get a relationship with God. He said, but this, well, man, we just shouting, boy, Pastor was uh, that was all right. All of that was right to prepare for what God was wanting to say. Yes. And I can show you my notes. I was gonna I was gonna teach, preach, whatever it was, on how to be happy. I got them right here. And the Lord threw all that out of the, out of the deal. Because he had another plan. I came prepared. Yeah, another plan. There are specific needs here. You had opportunity. You quenched the spirit. Oh, you gave a little bit. But it's time to go home from the service and sell out. And your miracle's closer than you think. If you'll submit to God, make up your mind. I'm not just going to go through the motions anymore. I'm not going to obey just to get it on, just to get the pressure off. But I'm going to obey because I love the Lord and see what God won't do in the next few days. Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for warnings. God, thank you for understanding and direction. God, you, O oh Lord, alone, Are long suffering, not willing that any would perish. Thank you for the promises. God, for your promises are yea and amen. All of your promises. God, we give you all the praise of the glory. One more time. Can we lift our hands and love the Lord together? Would you talk to Him? Let Him hear your voice. Come on, talk to Him from the youngest to the oldest, let him hear your voice. Jesus, God, let there be nothing between you and me. God, I'm gonna make right whatever needs to be made right. God, those things that I'm doing right, I'm gonna keep on doing them, God. And not just out of obedience, but God, with all of my heart, all of my soul. God, to keep on running. God to be a witness. A witness Jesus, a witness. A witness. We love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. We thank you, Lord. Let's thank you right now for what he's going to do. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. God it's not by might and not by power, but by your spirit, says the Lord. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Ah, 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 hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The name of the Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen.